It's the show after the show. This is the After 9 Podcast with Scott and Kat. New month, new me. <laughs> Happy December. Get my jolly on this month. Happy, Happy December, yeah. You're feeling Christmassy now? I am. I felt Christmassy for a while now. I was feeling Christmassy at the beginning of November. As soon as Halloween was done, I was like, yeah, giddy the fuck up. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, you moved this weekend. Yeah, and speaking of which, I finally, because I had tree envy, I guess I should call it, because I couldn't put my tree up. I could technically in my old house, but then I just had to pack it up and move anyway. So one of the first orders of business when we moved into the new place over the weekend was putting up the tree, and that's exactly <laughs> what we did over the weekend. Put the tree up. Your husband's a fucking saint. Yes, he is. If I were... <laughs> Trying to move an entire house with a dog and two kids and saw you putting up the tree while everything else is going on, I would have lost my mind. Not just that. I also went out because, like you, I decided, you know what would look better on this pre-lit tree? More lights. Yeah. So I decided to take my daughter out and let her pick. This is the worst part. I let her pick what colors, lights, that we would put on the tree. So they're like a mix of like pink and purple. Uh, And so when I brought them home... My husband's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, that's fine. Put up the tree. That's great, cat. But seriously, you let her pick the fucking color. So now our tree's very feminine. It's got this white little sash around it. It's beautiful. I think a feminine tree is lovely. So I was down for it. He must know. I mean, he's a guy living with three girls. Exactly, right? He's screwed. Him and the dog are the only masculinity in the house. And Leo, eh. <laughs> Leo's not really all that masculine. It's true. <laughs> It's true. He's a pretty boy. This is a dog that gets a hard on and does nothing about it. (laughs) He does nothing. He He just waits till it goes down. He lets it just just pop up and say hi and just sit there. (laughs) Stand there, I guess you could say. Welcome to After 9. It is December now. Today is the second, if you are listening to these chronologically or reverse chronologically. Over the weekend, we released a couple more from the archived editions. We're back into the 50s, and if you want to go back and listen, it's great, because even I was blown away as I was producing them to go online. Uh, One of them is where you announced you're expecting your second child. And okay. since then, you've had the child, you've had Matt leave, and changed radio stations. <laughs> a lot has happened to me in the last year, and I moved on top of that. I wonder how many people will listen to that and then at first not realize it's an old school edition and be like, are you fucking pregnant again? Mm-hmm. You just said <laughs> no. no more. No. The answer is no. No, 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 no. Uh, hit subscribe. Leave or, No, actually, hit the subscribe button. It's good. You'll get future episodes automatically, and then we can see that you're there. And at the end of this podcast, we will replay missed connections from this morning on our FM radio show on 91.5 The Beat in Waterloo Region. I watched The Irishman this weekend. I'm so glad you watched it. I obviously, because I was moving, I just didn't have the time to do it. I, I wanted to give it my full attention. And I just, anything I watched this weekend, I watched the raps and, and things like that. But I wanted to give whatever I watched when I watched that movie my full attention. Yep. You got the chance to do that. Um, and what were your thoughts? Okay. Number one, fantastic movie. I had no idea that it was the story of, and this isn't really a spoiler, but if you don't want to know shit, hit the fast forward 15 seconds button twice. I had no idea it was about the mob's connection to Kennedy or the mob's connection to Jimmy Hoffa. I had no idea that's what it was Mm. about. They told the story from a really unique perspective. It was really about Jimmy Hoffa, but it wasn't about Jimmy Hoffa. It was about the guy who was basically his right-hand man. So well done. Scorsese is a storyteller and a half. 
And the way De Niro played that role, so good. It's Al Pacino that plays Jimmy Hoffa in the movie, and one of the the higher-ups in the hierarchy is Joe Pesci. So a couple of things. Joe Pesci will absolutely win Best Supporting Actor at the Oscars. He should. Wow, okay. Anyway. De Niro. Bold statement. Yeah, I don't know if De Niro will or he won't, but he was excellent in the movie. Pacino was good. It's just Pacino is such a legend that uh, he's probably done better roles, even though he is amazing in this as well. Okay. Um, I have a feeling the the reason that it happened the way it did, they had it in theaters for like a week. Very, very limited release. And then it debuted on Netflix last week. Some people hadn't even heard of it yet because you don't see the weeks of lead up and trailers online and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. So uh, a lot of people hadn't heard of it. And just they started seeing The Irishman trending on social media and they, they don't even really know what it is. So it's really a Netflix movie, but they did put it in theaters. And I think that was to solidify its eligibility for the Oscars and the People's Choice Awards and things like that. Oh, I thought that I thought that now we were on that path, but maybe not with the Oscars. I just know with other uh, with other types of award shows that everyone's now included, right? I th- or, uh, what's the one for TV now? Emmys. Emmys included. Emmys is now that way. Maybe the Oscars was not or it, is not. It includes streaming services. It does or it should, but maybe they just wanted to solidify it and make okay. sure there just were no technicalities, no last minute rule changes or anything like that. Fabulous movie. Highly recommended. And one of the things, because I put it on Facebook, just watch The Irishman. Highly recommended. Great movie. Most people are like, absolutely, couldn't agree more. Awesome. But then there's some people complaining, ah, it's three and a half hours. I don't want to watch a three and a half hour movie. And I thought, okay, then don't. Yeah, you don't <laughs> you have to. Don't. And number two, when you think about all the time that you've wasted in the last month, three and a half hours to watch a really good, riveting, suck you in kind of movie doesn't seem that bad to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I consider myself fairly busy. I made time to watch this movie because I wanted to see it. I did take a break at one point just to get something to eat, go to the bathroom, and then I was right back to the couch, fireplace on, sound bar on, and I never use my sound bar. Look that, at you go. That, you that went all a, out. That was a stupid purchase, but I had that on and I watched the movie and it was so well done. Well, and and that's exactly it. Is like you make the time to do it if you're into it. And do the test. Do the let's put it on for 20 minutes then and see if you like it. Because from what I'm hearing... You'll get sucked in real quick. That's what everyone's saying. Okay, so some people on my Facebook commented, I really dragged or, oh, it was a slow start. So maybe you don't put the 20-minute test to it. Maybe just give it a shot and then ask yourself at the end of the three and a half hours, (laughs) did did I I get good value for my three and a half hours? Did I waste my time today? (laughs) Well, we've all watched a shitty movie. The best part about this one is... It's not like you lost 20 bucks plus the cost of popcorn and drinks. That, thank you. That's why I love Netflix and I love that they've branched out a lot. And that's why I love people like Martin Scorsese did not have to okay this, did not have to sign on. Obviously, money talks. We all know that. Mm-hmm. But that said, Martin Scorsese is an old school type guy. So he might have said to Netflix, nah, shove it. I'm putting mine in theaters. That's how I do it. It should be on motion picture. But he decided to go ahead and give it a go. And I'm glad he and other very, very prominent, well-respected producers, actors, directors are doing things like that. It's nice and it really solidifies like, okay, I have that service and I'm glad I do. This is why I spend the money because they're spending the money to get the good stuff. So thank you for the review. It's The Irishman, only on Netflix, I think at right this now, point. Only yeah. on Netflix. There you go. Great story in the New York Post over the weekend. When you eat a banana, 
you peel it, mm-hmm. you eat the banana, you take the peel and you throw it in the compost. Hopefully. Some people might throw it in the garbage. That's usually the way. Chuck it out the window if you're on the 401, Don't whatever. Don't do that. Stop doing that. <laughs> Real life it, Donkey Kong. Why is it always banana peels? I don't and know. And people probably feel okay with it because they're just like, eh, it's compostable. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! It's remarkable how many people will chuck a banana peel it's out amazing. the fucking window. Or an apple core. Like, yeah. <laughs> that could fucking kill somebody if it went at the right speed. <laughs> Yeah, if you get hit with an apple cord 100 kilometers an hour. (laughs) That would suck. Yeah. Anyway. In any case, uh, the Post says we're doing it wrong. You should actually eat the peel. Let me explain, because there's some people who are like, stop. Right off the bat, they're like, shut the fuck up. Mm -hmm. I'm not eating a peel. It's, I won't go too in-depth on it. It's full of nutrients. It is full of fiber. Mm-hmm. And it'll actually aid in weight loss. It'll make your skin better. It'll make you sleep better if you eat the peel. So there's the gross part at the top and the gross part at the bottom. I'll say that. I think if you just cut those two parts yeah, off. Yeah, you don't want that stem. You can eat the peel. I'd wash it. They actually recommend cooking it or stick it in a blender with your smoothie and grind up the peel into your smoothie. Well, yeah, I mean, you wouldn't want to chomp on that bad boy as is. No, the texture on it's awful. I don't even like my banana when I get a little piece of the string from the peel (laughs) attached to it. That always grosses me out. That always grosses me out. The worst is when I see someone eating it and it just like flips into the... (laughs) Yeah. I don't know why it grosses me out so much, but it does. What is wrong with you? I know. In any case, it's major texture issues with a banana peel, but if you grind it up and put it in there, fine. There's a whole bunch of examples of people eating the casing. People eat orange peels for yeah. some reason. Some now, people I'll, cook them or or bake them and eat them. Some I have people, no problem taking a grinder and like zesting it. That's great. For a beverage or something. So in that sense, it's fine. But some people will full-blown just eat the peel from an orange. I had uh, Bud Light on the weekend and ate the bottle when I was done. <laughs> You're shitting glass for a few days now, Scott. Hope you know. Apparently, it's full of nutrients and protein. <laughs> my skin's better and my ass is bleeding and it's great. Everything feels great but my ass right now. <laughs> I can't wait. New report. <laughs> After you drink a beer, you're supposed to eat the can. Lots of nutrients. Vitamin L. Vitamin T? <laughs> you have to know right. somebody's going to do that. <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, is it time to stop writing names on cups and on receipts and I stuff? I always enjoy seeing my name on, on cups. Like when I go to Starbucks, I'll give a, one example of Starbucks, right? They'll either write your name or if you have the, the app, which I do and I order ahead a lot, I see my name all typed out. I like that. Do they ever spell it wrong and does it piss you off? Uh, no, because I will usually say if I'm there... Uh, in line and don't go by the app, I'll say cat with a K. Okay. If they put it with a C after I said K, then maybe I'll be like, come on. I told you. Specifically, it was a K. But I would not actually complain. It's frustrating. I personally don't feel that I should have to specify it's Scott with two T's. But occasionally, they'll write Scott with one T, and it bugs me. So there was two stories in the news over the weekend. Number one, somebody got fired, and rightfully so, because a cop walked into a Starbucks, ordered a coffee, and rather than writing the name of the officer on the cup, she wrote pig. So, yeah, don't be surprised that you got fucking fired. And ask yourself, was it worth it to write pig on the cup? Did you really prove a point? Do you feel better about yourself because you wrote pig on his coffee cup? The cop probably doesn't care. 
you got fired and he's probably not going to go back to that location anymore. Right. Or maybe he does go back intentionally because they fired your ass. Mm-hmm. I think that's great. Stupid thing to do. In another case, it was Chick-fil-A. They were going to bring the order to the person's table. So they typed a name into the receipt or an identifier into the receipt, not even thinking that it would print off and the customer would get a copy of it. They wrote ugly sweater on it. Some guy was outraged that the staff was identifying him by ugly sweater. Uh, There's a whole holiday season that revolves around ugly sweaters, by the way, and we happen to be in it right now. So don't take it that personally. Number two. Was it an ugly sweater? Because I feel like if it was, yeah, that's somewhat justified. Well, I mean, you know, though, they could have said a lot of different identifying markers. But I feel like when you do something like that, you're setting yourself up for some form of a racist backlash or what have you, ageist yep. backlash. If you say old white guy or whatever the case is, big face, like you could do a number of things. They're just not a good idea. It's just not a good idea. So I don't know why they just give people a number or something, right? Numbers would help. Uh, Some waitresses, depending on how the restaurant is set up and which point of sale system they use, they'll type that in because if they're doing an order where they have to go all the way around the table, when they're bringing out the food, they have to know which person to start at. So they'll put in um, blue shirt, checkered sweater. Or they'll put in uh, high boots, uh, bad attitude, something like that. And for them, it works because they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, there's the bitch then, with the high boots and the they, bad attitude. Then they give you the meal and you're like, what the fuck are you looking at? They're like, yep, this is you. <laughs> I've confirmed it. <laughs> in no, that yeah, sense, it you works. You don't put stuff like that, though. Like, I think you're just asking for it when you, when you have to put a descriptor in there. If the customer gets a copy of it. It's not good. Then you're fucked. Yeah. But you know, like, you know those things do happen back, uh, back of the house. So when I worked in restaurant, that happened all the time, mm-hmm. but we just verbally did it. We didn't put it in writing, but that stuff does happen. All the time. Just so you know, when you're in a restaurant, you're sitting down, you ordered something, uh, and the waitress or waiter needs someone else's help, you usually say. And yes, there's table numbers, but oh, who ordered the steak? Oh, the, you know, the fat guy in the corner over there. That's what they'll say. Table 12, fat fucker, Steeler's hat. Yep. <laughs> yep. Something like that. Anything beyond guy, girl? They need a description, especially if it's going to be somebody else taking your food to the table. Okay, and that does happen, but you, we, we should never have to write it down, people, because that's where the trouble is. And also, you can be a nice person. You know what I mean? And you don't have to write things like pig. Like, come on. What was she, what was her deal? Who you know knows? what I'm saying? I don't like the cops. Okay, well, now you can not like the cops while you're unemployed yeah. at Christmas. Congrats. Have a great time. Way to go. Um, this came up because of missed connections, which you are about to hear very soon in this podcast. It involves a drive through mm-hmm. or it involves a restaurant. Um, somebody went into the restaurant because the restaurant screwed up their drive through order. And that sucks. When you have to go in, that means they have royally fucked up that order. If you go into a restaurant because they screwed up your drive through order, you're not going to be a happy individual. Rightfully so. You went through the drive through so you wouldn't have to go into the restaurant. That's right. Certain things. You just can't live with. Yeah. How bad do they have to screw up your order for you to go park and walk in and ask for a replacement? It has to be stuff is missing completely. Like I spent, you know, whatever it is, $14 and I got two things, but only one is in the bag. Okay, that's a problem because I did spend the money on it. So maybe I'll go in. Or two, stuff that I actually just can't eat or really, really don't like. Otherwise, if it's just a simple little thing like, oh, they gave me... Uh, onion rings instead of fries. Like, I can live with it. You know, I'll there's things the I rings. don't care. I yeah. don't care that much. But yeah, you'd have to screw it up. The only time I've ever done it, parked, gone in, asked for a replacement, was they gave me a coffee cup that not only 
wasn't sealed properly, it was leaking everywhere. Like as I held up the cup, coffee was pouring no. out the bottom of it. So I walked in and I set it down on the counter and just watched it pool up because nobody came over to me right away. Like I was butting in line or something. And I said, hello. I mean, look at this. And I'll be honest. They gave me a little bit of attitude. Like, really? well, do you want a new one? Yeah, I want a new one if you no, don't fucking mind. I'd like to suck this off the counter. Yeah. Yeah. Give me a straw and I'm just going to suck it right here. No, I'm going to lap it up like a dog. Yeah, don't even give me the straw. Brutal. Like face down, right off the counter. <laughs> That's how I like my coffee. Of course I want a new one. So that led us to think that we should start a new restaurant where it's like anything goes. Yeah. Anything goes. I think we should call it surprise. And the whole theme of the restaurant is surprise. There's certain chains. We all know who they are. No, we're not going to name names because <laughs> you never know who might end up sponsoring the podcast. Um, but we know that they are notorious for screwing up your order all the time. And it's really like playing a game of fast food roulette when you go through their drive through because who knows what's going to be in the bag when you open it up? Sure. You, some of them are such preventable mistakes. It's one thing if you order, a, I'll use a coffee as an example. If you order a large coffee with one milk and they give it to you with cream. Well, that's unfortunate. It sucks. It's not what you ordered. But you can see how that might happen. Mm-hmm. If you go in there and order a breakfast wrap with a hash brown. And they give you a bowl of chili. That's not even fucking close. <laughs> not even close. So what we think surprise should be about is you just go with a, with a money amount. So you're like, I've got 10 bucks. I'd like a meal. You can't have dietary restrictions if you come to this no. place. Forget it. Throw it out the window. If you have a special diet, if you've got restrictions or allergies, sorry. Not the place for you. That's not how surprise works. It's our million dollar idea. So you go to the window And really, all you need to do is say, hi, I want food. I've got $10. Or, hi, I want food. I'm willing to spend five bucks. You roll up. You get your bag. You just keep going. And who fucking knows what's going to be in there? It could be anything. You know those surprise bags you got as a kid at the the convenience store or whatever? The 25-cent grab bags. It's the little loot bags, right? So you open it up, but it's the adult version. And you never know what you're going to get. But the best part is someone's going to be there waiting for you at the car going... On your hood. Surprise, motherfucker! <laughs> Every time. And that's part of the entertainment value of surprise. That's right. So you go through, and and who knows? Maybe you're in the mood for chicken nuggets, and it ends up being a burger. Surprise, fucker! <laughs> and just keep on going. They could even give you the finger on the way out. That'd be great. Like, all things go. There's no complaints that should ever be launched. Right. Uh, oh, well, I didn't really want Frings. Too fucking bad. (laughs) Would you like a side order of too fucking bad? Because here you go. That's free. That's on us. We'll come up with a reward system, but the reward systems actually don't even matter. We'll just surprise you when you actually have a reward, but really they matter not at all. Right. And if you sign up for it, you'll have to input your birthday, but they won't even give you anything on your birthday. They'll just pick a random fucking day like, oh, it's Wednesday. Happy birthday, fucker. Surprise. (laughs) Here's a milkshake, cocksucker. Anything goes. Anything. I like it. Here's the thing. You know, I really don't like soup, but uh, no complaining. Get the fuck out. (laughs) You eat it and you like it. (laughs) Would you like that side order or too fucking bad? Here you go. (laughs) Move along, please. Surprise. Surprise. (laughs) Bang the hood.
<laughs> That's integ- integral to how this restaurant works is they got to slap the car and say, surprise. <laughs> Because really, that's what it's like anyway when you go to some of these it's restaurants. True. You might as well have a whole entertainment value to it, too. Oh, yeah. I went in there, and, and they could even throw in stuff from restaurants that aren't even theirs. You could go through, <laughs> and and at, if it's Burger King, they give you a fucking Big Mac. It's like, whoa, this is a surprise. You can have the, the other half of my Twister from KFC, too. Here you go. I'm not going to finish it anyway. Surprise! Maybe they should just start giving you like half an order. Like here is half onion rings and half popcorn chicken. We don't even sell popcorn chicken. Surprise! (laughs) (laughs) And I threw in a fruit roll up. It was an extra. Surprise! That's from my home collection. (laughs) Here's a Dunkaroo in here. Holy crap. Wouldn't that be so much fun? (laughs) What are those weird packets of cheese and crackers (laughs) with the red stick? Yeah, yeah, the cheese stick things. Oh, I can't yes. believe I paid ten bucks for, <laughs> for fucking cheese. I sticks. forgot about those. You were actually meant to spread that shitty cheese substance on the cracker with that stick. Uh huh. Horrible. And you know what? Okay, so since we're talking about it, I think most people remember the cheese and crackers. This was always my biggest problem with it. If they had made it even a millimeter wider. You could have dipped the cracker in, but because of the restrictive dimensions of it, if you tried to dip the cracker in, it was going to break every fucking time. And I'll bet you whoever invented those laughed their dick off every time somebody ordered one. You know what's the worst, too? It's like you look like I would if I gave you that right now and watched you do it, you would look like a real asshole. Oh, Just yeah. taking the cheese, scraping it out of the container, spreading on the shitty cracker. It's With cracking and a breaking. square stick. Why would I do that? It's a stupid invention. It's ridiculous. Anyway, at surprise, we won't do anything like that. It'll make sense. It'll make total sense. They could do like Wine Wednesdays or something and just oh. chuck in a little mini bottle. Shh, don't tell. Here you go. Because here, we don't care if you get a DUI. Here you go. Surprise. <laughs> we just congratulate. Hey, congratulations. Congratulations. What are you congratulating me on? Oh, no. Here you go, fucker. Here's some champagne. Congratulations. Throw like a little baggie of Coke in there so that if you get pulled over, the surprise is you're going to jail. Surprise! Uh, uh, I like the idea Uh. myself. Here's today's edition of Misconnection. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. We are going to tell you the stories of people looking for other people. They can't find them. So they went online, posted the story, hoping the other person would see it and contact them. They go online sometimes, uh, Craigslist, even Kijiji has a misconnection section. Or you can contact us. We have another listener misconnection that comes in from Brantford this morning. It says the KFC on Henry. I was waiting inside for my order at the KFC on Henry Street and Wayne Gretzky. That's when you came in. You'd just gone through the drive-thru. They messed up your order royally. So you came inside to clarify it. How did they royally mess up your order at KFC? Like, did you order a Big Mac and they gave you chicken or what? (laughs) Oh, wrong place. 
While you waited, we chatted about how dumb the employees were and that you own a business. Wish we could have chat longer. Message me if this is you, what color hair you have, and the car you were driving. I feel like you've wow. really got a one in four shot on that. Blonde, brown, gray, or red. Hmm. Um, That's inconvenient. Unless it was purple or pink or something stood out. Could be. Oh, you're right. You're right. By the way, I it's... <laughs> I don't, I've had little mess ups with my order while I'm driving. Never did I worry that much to go into the store and say something, but to each their own, I suppose, if it was a royal screw up. I've actually seen people go back around that didn't want to be inconvenienced and go into the store. So they drove around and went through the drive through uh, again. You forgot this. <laughs> okay, what's the threshold? When do you go into the store? You ordered a burger and they gave you if a salad? If it's something I, I can't eat. If it's actually something I don't like and won't eat. That's the only reason or way I think that that would happen. But if, let's say, I ordered a, whatever, something wrap, a ham with, with ham or something, and then it came as a different, okay, fine, I'll suck it up, whatever. What if, if you ordered nuggets and they gave you a Big Mac? Yeah, you going no, in? No. No? Probably not. Again, if it was just if it was something that I definitely wasn't going to eat or couldn't eat. We all know, I won't name them here, but there are certain fast food places that are notorious for getting your coffee wrong. And that's why I've thought for a long time, we should just all consider the drive through there a surprise. You just go in <laughs> and you pay your money. You should just pay a flat fee. And they'll surprise you with whatever they feel like handing you at the window. It's like the adult version of that. You know those surprise packages you used to buy at the like, convenience store? It's like, like a grab a, bag. It's like, yeah, a grab bag. Two bucks. And who knows what's inside? It could be anything. Could be anything. It might even be stuff they don't sell there. It could be... You could go through the A&W drive-thru and they give you a Whopper. Anything. Anything goes. And they should just yell, surprise, as you drive away. We should start a surprise restaurant. That's what should happen. I like that. You never know what you're going to eat. And guess what? Here's what you're shoving in the pie hole today. Exactly. And you know what? It should be blatantly obvious to them. That's not what you ordered. If you go in and order uh, one of those wraps and a coffee and they hand you a bowl of chili, that's not even close. <laughs> but that's when they yell, surprise, as you're driving away. That's how it should work. <laughs> I like it. I like the idea. Trying to pick somebody up when they're that irate. Good Probably for you. Not, yeah. Good for you. This one is called Why I Was Staring. This is a woman for a man. This is kind of a misconnection, but not in a super romantic way. I saw a man at the jo Dollar General store. He was not wearing underwear, and I know this because his fly was completely down. I stared at it. Just straight up stared at it in the aisle. Really? I was dumbfounded. As you can imagine, I didn't expect to see that at 10.05 in the morning. Anyway, the guy got the wrong impression... I think he thought I was into him. So he started walking toward me. With and his all I out? saw was his penis. <laughs> it was kind of half hanging out. And I got a little startled as he walked toward me. As I ran out of the store and into my car, I realized maybe I should have been more polite. Maybe I tried to, should have tried to stick around long enough and let him know that the whole dollar store saw his penis. I felt horrible. He was in a blue mock neck shirt. He was in his 40s. A white male. 
I'm sorry, guy. <laughs> Which one had the mock neck? <laughs> you're gonna have to be more specific. So if you're walking full blown bird out. Hey, she's into me. You're walking and, and you know how it works, right? Everybody knows the logistics. It's gonna be bouncing up and down like a rooster it pecking. Ha- it was half out, so what does that mean? Was it I don't know. Uh, like a frightened turtle, right? Like it just comes out a little bit and then back in. <laughs> Poor ladies going toward her. All <laughs> she sees is the one-eyed monster just coming at her. Like, it's true, right? <laughs> I mean, he could be a perfectly normal gentleman who just didn't wear underwear or doesn't wear underwear and didn't realize his fly was down. It, it seems as though he was just doing his thing and shopping for some great dollar store items. Personally, I think if you're going out of the house commando, you make an extra effort to make sure your fly's done up. And it's a sensitive piece. It feels cold. You would think that in a Dollar General store, you would feel the cold air. I was just going to ask, is there any chance that this wasn't so innocent? Maybe he was hoping, hoping and thinking and praying that someone would catch a glimpse. Okay, that's a bold move. I mean, that's the whole fisherman philosophy, right? Like you hang it out there, maybe something will eat it. No, that's not how this is supposed to work. Keep the mouse in the house. You double check to make sure that your fly's done up if you're walking around commando. This has been a penis service, and I mean a public service announcement <laughs> from the Scott and Cat Show. <laughs>